Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. This week, we're dipping our beaks back into the pool of fan fiction. Just a warning, this one's not for kids, unless you are a terrible parent. stop there i'm austin hannah hi i'm ganesh sarma hi i'm shane berkley <laughs> finally somebody made fun of ganesh's inflection and not mine uh welcome to let's stop there i'm in the rare spot i could pick i could pick either one yeah and you're also in the rare spot that you're bulletproof you will never be tasked with saying it the first time and leaving yourself open to mockery no i have said intros and you guys have like been rude about it <laughs> oh well, we'll have to go to the tape. Maybe for the uh, the clip show that Ganesha's coming up with, we can find uh, all the different ways we've mocked each other in the intro. Anyway, this is Let's Stop There. It's our podcast. If you aren't familiar with it, well, how'd you get here? We're not reading a book this week. No book. We're on kind of a string of no book episodes. It's like three in a row, I think. Is that right? Feels like it. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of books anyway, so... I don't even know why we did that in the first place. You don't like books. You don't like movies. Uh, I like just like TV. I like movies. I just don't have the time to watch a movie. Dude, you got time. When there's 4,000 hours of guys' groceries games to watch, I can't find time to squeeze in a coda or a drive my car when I could watch Michael Votaggio sear a whole Branzino at Flavortown. All right. I don't got the time. I mean, that's fair. That's fair, dude. Shane seems straight frozen on my screen. Is he on yours? Oh, there he is. He's moving around. I'm back. Oh, okay. Signs of life. Oh, I see I'm you. Back. You're all good. He's back in a big way. We're doing fan fiction this week. How do we feel about that? First of all, uh, you know what? Let's just get the, you know, elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Slap. Slap with a capital S. And no, I'm not talking about the NBC miniseries. Yeah, we watched it together. We did. We watched the slap together. What's your take? Do you want to give a hot take, anybody? I might add. So this is going to come out a week from when it's happened. But yeah, we're recording at this it point, it may be at this point, it may be such old news that it's like, why are we even talking about it? I initially wanted to read the book, The Slap, which the show was based on. But I just thought there's no way people are still talking about the slap. At this point, who knows? Uh, maybe somebody else has been slapped. Maybe we need to even clarify what slap we're talking about. I don't know what happens in the next few days. But, yeah, Will Smith. You ever see Will Smith like that? That's, what, that's, the, thing that, that's, that's the thing that sticks with me. I don't even know how to I categorize it. It's like he's, like, all of a sudden they just, you see a man coming across the stage. And the more I think about it, I'm like, that. those are a lot of steps to walk. 
and then still slap yeah, somebody. Yeah, I thought like, about that's... that too. Like, imagine the thing that was in my head is seeing this through both of their eyes. In Will Smith's eyes, he had so much time in his head while walking up to the Oscar stage to be like, I'm about to slap Chris Rock in the face. And at no point was he like, this is a bad decision. He went through with it whole hog. That was a full-handed slap. <laughs> yeah. From Chris Rock's perspective, imagine seeing Will Smith walking towards you. One thing we didn't see was the like expression in Will's eyes when he was walking up to Chris. Cause, so I wonder... I mean, Will Smith's a fine actor, but he's not so great that you can't... When, you can't when see he was it. walking away, he looked pretty calm. He must have had... Post-slapped, he looked pretty calm. When you walk up to somebody about to slap him... You gotta have, there's gotta, there had to have been a look in his eyes that Chris Rock, I mean, I will say Chris Rock didn't flinch or even really move at all. So maybe Will Smith was just really selling it. But when a guy walks up to you like that with full intentions to slap you in the face, there must be some body language that you can interpret. I think he was looking around at the crowd. Like Chris Rock was like working the crowd. <laughs> like, can you believe this? I think he just like took him, took him by surprise. I don't know. You know, I did read an article recently that Chris Rock apparently as a, uh, has has trouble reading body language like he's very i don't want to put words in his mouth but i read an article that he he was like diagnosed with some form of asperger's so like he he can't he has a hard time reading body language so i guess maybe with will smith coming at you maybe you or me would think like will smith's about to smack me in the face but chris rock was probably like oh here comes will smith <laughs> i don't i don't know like what I, what a sight to see i feel bad that that's immortalized forever for chris rock yeah it's just like it kind of yeah for like just the whole thing. It was just like, just for Will Smith. yeah. Yeah. The strange part was like, so the day after Austin, and I went to a show and I just heard the buzz around like, like different groups of people talking about it. And that's all I heard the whole night. There was a whole show, like a, a concert going on and all people were doing was talking I about will, the slap. I will say for like, <laughs> I know this again, this episode comes out like over a week after this happened. So at this point, maybe. Again, this may even be insane for us to still be talking about, but it was one of those moments, and I I hate to compare it <laughs> to something so monumental, but it was like, you know, the day after Trump got elected, and you just see everybody in the streets, and you're like, everybody's thinking about the same thing. That's what I felt like. I was like, all these people are thinking about that slap. <laughs> yeah. I know. What a moment. It's, I mean, it's big time news. Big time news. It is. Isn't that crazy that... Just two of the most famous people on earth just got into a fight on TV. Smack right in the face. I think a lot of our shared news lately has been like actually troubling stuff like January 6th or COVID-19 or Ukraine. Like stuff that's like actually concerning and scary. And then this is like kind of back to a simpler time where it's just weird celebrity shit. And you're like, what the fuck? No, I agree. This is what this is what America needed. And frankly, I'm thrilled that happened. This is what we needed. What this? What better than some frivolous rich man slaps other rich man at a self congratulatory award show? That's the funniest. Like in the like, I do feel personally like okay, feel bad for Chris Rock. That's embarrassing. Feel bad for Will Smith because he's clearly going through some shit. But like from a macro perspective, what a terrific gift the world has given us <laughs> to have these Discourse, two men. Right? Yeah, like something to talk about. That's all I'm saying. Like enough. Everything's so depressing. And not that this is not depressing, but it's depressing in other ways. Fun, more fun ways. I say do it again. I want a celebrity to slap another celebrity every six months. I'm just, you know, the crazy thing to me, too, is like seeing the the fallout on like Twitter and social media. It's like the takes so many people's takes on it are just like 
God the takes awful. Are over, the takes are overwhelming. And it's also, you know, the funny thing that kind of pa- it pairs with it. Apparently there was this, people thought when Amy Schumer was doing the, the bit with Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst about like the seat filler, where she asks Kirsten Dunst to get, apparently people thought that was real. And I'm like, I think everyone's brains are just fucking broken. Like, clearly <laughs> that's fake. Like, what the fuck? Everybody thought, every, the people who thought Will Smith slapping Chris Rock was a bit think that the Kirsten Dunst thing was real. There's, I don't know. People have a, a, a very poor uh, time trying to figure out what's real and what's not. Is my yeah, the, cons- the conspiracy theories. Oh, everyone was in on it. But that, that just doesn't, for whose benefit? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, Chris Rock's actually doing great. Ticket sales are through the roof. Maybe he's the winner here. I don't know. And then Will Smith, honestly, you know, the, sad, the thing about Hollywood and rich people in general is everybody wins. <laughs> They're all going to get richer because of this. Will Smith's going to do a red table talk with freaking Chris Rock and his wife. And then he's going to star in Ali 2. <laughs> And then here comes the paychecks. And then Chris Rock is going to go on a sold out tour where he talks about getting smacked in the face by Will Smith. It's all, you know, that's the that's the business to be in. I want to be I want to be smacked by a famous person. I'll smack you. I I said by a famous person. Shane can smack me. Uh, All right. Well, that's (laughs) enough. You know, enough about the slap. Okay, we had I had to get out of my system. I had to talk I just about like, it. Sorry, I just I just said smack. I meant slap. It will. Uh, you know what? That's the one thing I haven't heard any discourse on. Is it a slap or a smack? When what is the difference in your mind? It, I mean, it was a slap. But he reared up, so I think smack. I think it's. I think I think the rear up implies a slap. All right, here's what I think. And the follow through. I think if he pulled his hand back, it would have been a smack. Here's what I think. A slap is mostly fingers. A smack is all palm. So I'd have to go. I'd have to go to the tape. When you get hit with a palm, it's like a slap. Fingers is just like, hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> this is a little warning, a little tap. The thing, like, what's funny is like my brain is like awful anyway. Like it's just I can't concentrate on anything. But that image of him just like hitting him like will pop in, and I'm thinking, I'm just like, damn, like, yeah. what were you thinking? Like you thought you were just gonna go back to your seat, like. I don't get it. Like in that moment, and, like, and he did. That's the thing. That's the thing about yeah, it. Is he, did, he did. He did. He did. He did go back to see, and then he won. <laughs> yeah, he won. It did ruin my productivity for the next for the days following. I never thought. I mean, again, it sounds so insane to even be talking about this for more than thirty seconds. I never thought one celebrity slapping another celebrity could infect my personal vibe so much. <laughs> After it happened, I was tense. I was sweaty. And I felt that way till the next day. I felt upset in my stomach to the next day. And then the next day should have been a damn national holiday. I couldn't. Yeah. My productivity. I couldn't do a damn thing that day. That day was just like <laughs> talk about Chris Rock and Bill Smith day. Uh, there was nothing to do in this country, but talk about that or read about it. I'm still desperate. I'm like, what's Chris Rock going to say something? Which by this point, again, this is being recorded long ago. But what? The, I mean, yeah, I'm just desperate for more information. I watched an I watched a I watched a Wanda Sykes interview with Ellen DeGeneres today. I never in a million years would have watched that YouTube video until today. To get more perspective on the situation. I was like, give me more. I was like, I no, I just want no, not even perspective. I just want more info. I was like, I would watch a prestige drama. You talk about I don't like movies. I'll tell you what movie I'd watch. I want to see Chris Rock walking backstage immediately after the slap. I want to see what happened. I just want a two hour uncut 
what the hell happened with him? I don't care about Will Smith. I know what happened with him. What happened when Chris Rock got smacked and then went backstage? What's the first thing he said? <laughs> what do you say after that? I think you, you but, call your mom and cry a little bit. I would have cried on stage. I mean, another thing, a big takeaway <laughs> is Chris Rock has this iron jaw, dude. I mean, if I got smacked by Will Smith, one, I would have been on my ass. There's no way I would have stayed standing. And two, I would have cried on stage. I would have had to run off stage. I would have had to be like, I'm sorry. You're so pale that it left a visible red handprint. That's true, dude. Yeah, I would have been on <laughs> You're, you're right. Truly, one of the one of the very one of the very few bad things about being white is a slap would really leave me looking foolish on my face. A red hand right there on my face. You could do a movie from the perspective of the publicists for everybody involved. I feel like there's got to be a movie about this or something. There has to be. So you can't. This moment can't just pass. <laughs> it can't be in vain. There needs to be something to come out of this. A movie? Yes. Michael B. Jordan as Will Smith. <laughs> and who plays Chris Rock? Just Chris Rock again. It's still him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have been thinking about it a lot. It's weird. I never wanted to be the kind of a person that admits that a celebrity drama like that can hold me like this. But man, it has. It's got me. It's got me. It's got its hooks in me. Yeah, it's just perplexing. What an interesting thing. And yeah, I don't know. I was ready to just sit down with you guys over a video call and boo Belfast and cheer drive my car and then i got a little extra yeah i forgot like after that was the end i mean that was the end of the show for me when that happened i don't even remember what happened after that i don't know p diddy came out and did something with the godfather i don't even fucking know it was just like i it was a felt like i was in a dream after that well everyone's phones were lit up for the rest of the show yeah after it happened literally all of us just were looking at twitter for five minutes and then we're like i think that was real <laughs> <laughs> my god you know, but I yeah, it's good for people to come together like this. This is something everybody from all walks of life can look at and have an opinion on immediately. Yeah, <laughs> and they they sure do. Well, on that note, well, no, fifteen minutes. It's Maybe chaos. Cut this shit down. That's chaos, chaos, right? That's chaos. That is. I will say, yeah, you want to talk about? Yeah, that is pure chaos. I've never <laughs> felt. <laughs> I've never felt more helpless in my life than watching that scene unfold. <laughs> 911? 911? No. That you know, not a lot of geopolitical maneuvering happened before if I ha that. Yeah, if I haven't been canceled yet, I'm about to be canceled now. 911 made sense. All right? 911 there's a lot of things that led up to 911. You you know, it's obviously a terrible thing, but you understood why it happened. Will Smith smacking Chris Rock in the face? Uh -huh. Because of a G.I. Jane joke? That is not something, in my head, it's just not something that made sense. It was one of the most, yeah, mind-boggling things I'd ever seen in my whole life. Chaos. Pure chaos. <laughs> I got a bad take. Oh, let's hear it. Fuck it. <laughs> so in the 90s, uh -huh. Fabio gets hit by a goose. Goose dies. This has been a hot topic in our Discord. Yeah. The next thing you know, 9-11. And this has changed the course of history in a similar way. I do agree. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, you know, I have no proof that it's true, but I do have this sinister feeling that Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is a societal shift that we will yeah. have to reckon with for the rest of our lives. <laughs> it could be. I could see it, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's going to keep going. The Let's Stop Their podcast. We don't stop for anything. <laughs> Not even Will Smith smacking Chris Rock in the face.
Wow, we got a clean uh, sixteen minutes out of. Yeah, we could, we could have, do a little self editing in the future. But this is a once in a lifetime situation, right? If we did a podcast after nine eleven, we probably would have been rattling on for at least sixteen minutes, maybe less. This is like I said, more inexplicable than nine eleven. <laughs> Let's get off of this topic now and read the fan fiction that Kanisha has lined up for us. What's the uh-huh. scoop here? We're just re- there's no theme. It's not. I mean, we did Christmas fan fiction, but that's just April now. What about anything about showers? Yeah, April showers. Perhaps uh, I was thinking golden. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's that's, fan fiction. I don't know. The golden is probably more likely with fan fiction. Let's uh, let's take a break and come back, and we'll dive into something. Very good. talking about will smith slapping chris rock anymore mm-hmm. not today maybe next week but not today all right fan fiction what do we got cooking ganesh this first one is got any, called got any men in black wild wild west no uh ali i'm not doing that pursuit of happiness no this first one's a godzilla fan fiction it's called moth to a flame king richard all right it takes place on skull island legend of bagger vance Damn. Yeah. Slapper Vance. Didn't work too well. Cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that Legend of Bagger Vance is based on Hindu mythology? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I took a world religions class and they they showed showed it. Legend of Bagger (laughs) Vance. All right. World religions. Is this in college? Yes. Wow. Yeah. But they showed Legends of Bagger Vance in his world religions class, but it was actually, it was the Scientology lesson. All right. What's Godzilla? Skull Island. Skull Island. That was where he'd gone to. That was where the Titans were gathering. Mothra, the queen of the monsters, kept her wings just above the clouds as she soared over the Pacific Ocean. Even from miles above sea level, she could hear the crashing of tides and the scurrying of birds below. Such sounds were commonplace for humanity, but for Mothra... They were a much-needed comfort. The recent Titan attacks had caused unthinkable amounts of damage to the Earth's ecosystems, threatening nature and humankind alike. And as being sworn to protect both, Mothra had found the wanton destruction to be nearly unbearable. How many words is this one? What are we getting? This one's the boners come. <laughs> That's it. That's the the rest of it. That's what you want. Hey, we're doing fan fiction. That's why not? Why pretend? Why pretend that I want anything else? I want Godzilla and Mothra to buck with a capital f well i didn't screen this one at all so anything is possible it's over now she told herself the death the violence the suffering it's finally over but for how long before she could get lost in her worries again she quickly shifted her attention back to her next destination skull island where the titan known as kong would surely awaken soon wait but before kong and godzilla are in this together yeah kong has got um and mothra he's got He's got a big uh, penthouse apartment on Skull Island. (laughs) Beautiful. I can't wait to see the views. But before that happened, Mothra was determined to reunite with the one she'd given her life to protect. The one she called her king, Godzilla. It hadn't even taken an hour for Mothra to arrive at the island. While recovery seemed to be going smoothly, she could tell that considerable damage had been done. Large sections of foliage 
had either been burned or demolished, and several indentations had been left in their surrounding mountains. What? Nothing. 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 You say foliage however you like, all right? However you like to say it, you say it. Nobody's judging. Foyage. While Moth... Okay. (laughs) While Mothra had sworn to protect humanity, she could not ignore what they were capable of doing to their environment. Her stance on humankind had so often put her at odds with her fellow Titans, even her own brother, Batra. I guess I haven't seen enough Godzillas. I didn't realize these things had, like, complex thoughts. Oh, Mothra yeah. has like a, an opinion on humanity. I yeah. thought she was just like a big angry moth. No. They mm-hmm. feel, they get horny. Hey, well, those are, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I don't think those are the complex thoughts I was talking about. <laughs> they feel they get horny. That's the, that was the, uh, the subtitle for Godzilla versus King Kong. Would have been funny if, if King Kong was just fucking one of those buildings. I am well. Godzilla showed up. Always an idea for the second one. Sorry, we're the ones. You know, honestly, the fan fiction episodes turn us nasty. Yeah. They make me expect something, and then when it doesn't happen, I make it up myself, and then I get in trouble. You just want to see Mothra's balls. I always envision Mothra as a woman. Whatever. <laughs> you know, hey, I do apologize. Listen, there's she could have balls. I say like moth balls. Is that not a part of a moth? That's like a thing you... No, but that's not a part of them. You thought a moth balls was like, <laughs> like the moths, but like their reproductive organs. Yeah, Look at like the, the balls on that moth. <laughs> no, that's not what that is. So they don't. Yeah. Okay. They don't have balls, at least visually. They may have, you know, some semblance of balls deep inside no, the thorax. No, they probably don't. They're probably sprayers like everything else. Yeah. Just one big spray. Hey, but no, we can but relate. No matter. But no matter. <laughs> you wow. just had enough of the ball talk, moth balls. <laughs> Big old swanging balls. But no, I got a moth infestation in my room currently. Is that what so. you were swinging wildly at earlier? Damn, yeah, you're dude, almost. Moths, I don't know where the fuck these things are coming from. You're almost the Godzilla of this room. Well, they're probably from the, the balls. Mm, yeah. One of the balls ruptured. But no matter what amounts of opposition, nope. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Where was I? Probably Where coming through I? that Where big door I? right to your I? left. Where was I? I see a door to the outdoors right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should close the door. Close the door. All right. It's closed. But no matter what amounts of opposition she faced, she'd always been the first one to step in when the people of Earth were threatened. She'd even given her life for them on multiple occasions. Though this time had been slightly different. While she had sacrificed herself for the survival of humanity, she had also done it for the life of Godzilla, who had been pushed to the brink of death by the cruel king Ghidorah. Damn, she's hot for some Godzilla loving. That's what I think. With all the power. Just with wait, all his power. Just wait till she sees that penthouse, though. King Kong. Ooh. And it's, she's, uh, he, he's got a convertible. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, Godzilla probably lives in, like, what, a... Uh... Like a walk-up. He lives in a walk-up studio. <laughs> yeah. Which works for him. It's got a private terrace. You know, it's not all bad, but window, you know, window units. We're not talking central air. With all of his power, Ghidorah had brought the king of the monsters to his knees, forcing Mothra to intervene and shield her significant other from the three-headed beast's attacks. While her death had been painful, she had been able to lend Godzilla her own strength, giving him the edge he needed to finally defeat Ghidorah and regain control of the Titans. And fortunately, unlike most Titans, Mothra could never truly die. Even if she were destroyed, she would only need to hatch from one of her many eggs. <laughs> or balls. Oh, yeah. In order to be restored. 
Though this ability did not make death itself any less painful, it had allowed the queen to learn from her past mistakes and avoid dying the same way twice. But now, after being greatly wounded by Rodon, facing the full power of King Ghidorah, taking weeks to regenerate and flying thousands of miles to this island, the queen of monsters was more than ready for a rest. Is Ghidorah the Hydra? No, Ghidorah the Explorer. You ever heard of her? After flying to the other side of the island. I don't Mothra know who any of these are. I know Mothra's a big moth. I know Godzilla's a big old lizard. And I know King Kong's a big freaking monkey with a convertible and a uh, suit and tie. Ghidorah is the three-headed uh, <laughs> dragon thing. Ah, a hydra. Thanks. That's all I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> We've let Shane down on this one. All right. And Rodon is... Uh, Rodon is a, a pitcher for the Chicago White Sox. He is a large Tyrannodon. Can I tell you guys something? I'm going to bury it in this fan fiction episode because I'm embarrassed right. by it. It's totally, okay. totally unrelated. 100, right. 100% unrelated. Uh-huh. Nothing to do with this at all. Sure. I got kicked by a Showtime dancer today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Showtime? Showtime? Really? Yeah, kicked me. <laughs> Were you standing? Were you sitting? Where? I was sitting, which is why I thought I was safe. Now, for the listener at home, if you don't know the Showtime dancers, <laughs> when you get on the subway train in New York City and you hit the bridge or the tunnel, hit the long straightaway to get from Manhattan to Brooklyn or vice versa, got a lot of time in the train with no stops. And that's perfect for younger gentlemen to put on loud music and dance in your face. Could be an ex- express train, true. like the Just A or like any long ass trip with no breaks. It's time for dancing. And they yell, showtime, showtime, it's showtime. I didn't even hear them coming. I have my headphones in. I just see the telltale signs. I see somebody with a boombox. I see people clearing out of the way. I'm like, I'm sitting down. It'll be fine. They get to work, swinging around the poles, flipping, jumping, and the whole mess. And I'm like, I'm out of the way. It's going to be okay. Were you watching? I mean, I got to watch first just out of self-preservation. I mean, yeah, I watched because there's fucking feet flying in the air around my head. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm like, what were they playing? Uh, I I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. I don't know. They're playing some dance music. I don't, All I, right. I'm not up on this stuff. You know me. Okay. I'm an old fogey. Anyway, they get there's four guys, which is a lot of Showtime guys. That's more than usual. Usually it's like two or three. They get through the first three. They're wildly out of control. Like there's people almost getting kicked in the head a lot. And I'm like, this is not good. This is really close. Too close for comfort. And then the fourth guy comes up and I'm like, all right, this guy seems he's a little older. I was like, this seems more controlled. I feel like I'm going to be fine. And he starts swinging around. And then at the very end, his foot comes down hard on my knee. Right on my knee. And it left a a dirty footprint on my pants. (laughs) (laughs) It it hurt. I didn't see any. What did you say? Did you make a noise? No. Oh, well, let me put it this way. It wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't. apologize? Of course not. In fact, they gaslit me. They go, oh, I didn't say anything. Because for one, what am I going to do? Take on four 15-year-olds on the subway? I was just like, fuck it. It didn't hurt really. It was it was it was like the same as like bumping your knee into a wall or something. If it wasn't so much that I involuntarily was like ow, which would have been embarrassing. I silently took it and I just looked at him like <laughs> just fucking land on my knee. Anyway, so then they start you know they get they're like all right, we're done. And then they do that thing at the end we're like nobody got kicked. And I wanted to be like I got kicked, motherfucker. But <laughs> then they come around looking for money and I wanted to be like I'm not giving you money, kick me. Maybe if you hadn't kicked me if you, get, if you can rein it in, 
maybe I'd give you a dollar. I wouldn't. But I would have said it this time just to discourage the kicks. You didn't tip him? I got kicked. You made a tip a guy that assaulted me on the train. Well, you watched him, didn't you? <laughs> what do you want Chris Rock to tip Will Smith? Is that what you want? Is that the kind of world you want to live in? <laughs> Sorry, I said well, I wouldn't he... bring it up, but now I'm feeling like I relate. It's funny that they left a shoe print. That's what That's I thought. Great. I was embar- I was I was less in pain than I was more embarrassed. Which, and again, nobody even noticed this happened. But in my head, I was like, I have a dirty shoe print. I'd like wipe it off. It was embarrassing. I've never been. I pride myself on having good social, like New York City social awareness of what's happening around me. And I just foolishly thought, I just got to suck it up. These guys aren't going to kick me. And then they did. They kicked me. First time I've ever been kicked by Showtime. I've seen some horror stories out there. I didn't get kicked in the face. That's the only positive here. It was straight to the knee and it hurt. But then it got better. And now I feel fine. Anyway, that was embarrassing. Felt like I had to say something about it just because it's been stewing in my brain all day. Afterwards, you ever, you know, like when you're in a traumatic situation (laughs) and afterwards it's just like burning in your head, like thinking like, what should I have done differently there? I felt that way for like a good half an hour. You were fine. You did the right thing. Sat and took it. What would you go back and do differently? Honestly, if I, honestly, yes, I wouldn't have done anything differently. For one thing, absolutely. I made the right decision and not, I would never be like, Hey, (laughs) you kicked me. Cause for one thing, what are they going to do? Sorry. I don't care. <laughs> like, they're not going to give me, like, a give me some money. Wipe my pants off for me. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. There's nothing to be gained from confronting them. I, if I what I would have done things differently is not had my knee out there. All right. I was too. I, that's I, the problem. Shouldn't have legs. <laughs> so yeah, that's my, that was my problem. I was too leggy. My problem was that I was thinking, like, I was so preoccupied with them kicking my face. I was like, I got to keep my face yeah. away because I, I had glasses on. I don't want to look like, I mean, Jesus, talk about embarrassing. I want to be stumbling home with glass shards and blood coming out of my face because I got kicked in the face by Showtime. <laughs> but I just, I was so preoccupied with the glasses in my face that I just left my knee out there to dry and it paid the price. Anyway, that's a sad story that happened to me today. Probably one of the, well, probably one of the more upsetting New York things thing that ever happened to me. Was this on the M? <laughs> it was on the M, yeah. Going across the Williamsburg Bridge. Yeah. Mm. In the light of day, the sun beating down. <laughs> it wasn't even underground in the, the, the fluorescence. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All I, natural light. I've taken on that same train. I've uh I've been in position standing right by a pole. Yeah. While they started their thing. And I was in the doors and I remember thinking, they can't reach me. I'll be fine. Did they? And no, they were utter professionals. But like, <laughs> I just kept thinking, I was like, uh, they won't kick me. But there's it different came close a couple of times. There's different levels of showtime. Like, yeah, none of them are what I want to be happening in front of me. But there's some where they're like, OK, these guys have been doing this. Like, they're cool. They're not. They're These these ones today were probably the most out of control I've ever seen in terms of almost kicking people. They almost kicked a lot of people. Frankly, they may have made contact with some others. But they they got me. All right. Got my knee. I've seen some dudes like wipe out like the amateurs that are just like you can tell just starting and like yeah. wipe out bad, like land on their head. Usually they they start the 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 young books on on hat tricks. These guys were not doing hat tricks. This was full on spins. 360s. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was, I you know, and I'll say the worst part is this is the thing that made me feel the oldest was that i was like man i hope this doesn't i was like i hope i can walk after this <laughs> i was like I, hope, I was like man this is good if this like ruins my summer and i just have like a bad knee for the next Damn. six months fucking tore your acl during showtime <laughs> you weren't even dancing get on the il because somebody else danced into me yeah no i'm fine it feels fine now but it was yeah it was embarrassing almost the only you'll see tomorrow 
probably the tomorrow si- when you wake up you'll see how uh i have a big swollen knee <laughs> it feels okay right now i think i'm fine it was m- mostly my ego is bruised because i just thought like you know i've been around the block a time or two i've been here for a good long time i know how to not get kicked in new york city i thought <laughs> i thought after all these years i wouldn't get kicked and i got kicked well you're a little rusty pandemic that's true know? this is only like my fourth trip to work in years so and i get kicked this is a good. I'm going to tell my boss. We got to go back to remote. I can't do this. I can't be out here. <laughs> getting, you got to confess to being kicked. I'm a 33 year old man. I can't be out here getting kicked on the subway. You're going to tell your boss you got kicked. <laughs> I got kicked by some kid that was born when I was like 20. I'm not going to tell my boss. If I got really hurt, imagine if I did. If I had to call in and be like, hey, boss, I can't come in. I got kicked. The old knee ain't working so good. That's grounds to work from home. That's right. Every, every day I don't want to come in. I'll just be like, I got kicked again. <laughs> they keep, I keep kicking me. They messed up my pants, so I went home. They know, <laughs> they know I'm weak. They keep kicking me right in my bad knee. I think it's funny. This is just totally derailing this Godzilla story that's boring as shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like whatever. I, I like that after this two years of working from home, literally everybody is like, I don't want to go to the office anymore. My boss is my boss. Everybody's just like, this sucks. Like everybody just agrees this is bad, and yet we're still doing it. Why are we going back? Let us stay home. Let me stay home and watch Will Smith smack Chris Rock in the face over and over on my own time. And I won't get kicked. Are we going to wrap this story up? Godzilla had laid himself flat on his back along the edge of the shore. Oh, hell yeah. Time to fuck. His spine. (laughs) Spread eagle. His spine. Presenting presenting egg. Mothra, give me your ball. Your big ball. His spine sinking deep into the soft sand below the tide with his yeah, eyes fill closed. fill my egg, Mothra, with your ball. <laughs> All right, settle down. Fill my egg sack, my empty egg sack with your big moth ball. All right. With his <laughs> eyes closed and his arms folded atop his chest, he allowed himself to rest as his body slowly healed from the injuries caused by King Ghidorah. Mothra flew towards Godzilla and gently landed on his chest, gazing at his face while she waited for him to awaken. A few minutes later, the king's face began to twitch as he reacted to the soft fur brushing up against his skin. <gasps> After shifting and turning his head for a moment or two, his eyes opened at last. Then, without hesitation, Mother leapt forward, allowing Godzilla to take her in his arms and grace her with a kiss. Oh dear! You know, I said I wanted this, but now I don't. I don't, now I don't think I do. I think the queen I purred <laughs> as her lover's tongue gently grazed no. her thorax. We we bit off more than we could chew with this. Her one. wings shimmering with pleasure as his hot breath warmed her freezing body. My God, Godzilla's hot coffee breath. Mothra then gave the king a kiss of her own, delicately licking the wounds that still covered his neck. The kisses lasted for a couple seconds until Mothra finally rested her head against Godzilla's neck. The king continued licking her fur <laughs> as they spoke to one another with their thoughts. Oh, is that how they talk? Oh, wow. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> oh, no. Well, how bad could it be? <laughs> their how tongues bad? danced as Mothra gently rubbed up against Godzilla's chest. King's deep growls caused her body to vibrate, sending chills down her back and making her hair stand on end. Her purrs grew louder as the king's massive tongue caressed her tiny beak. God. No. Little crumbs on there. It wasn't even a few minutes before she lowered her abdomen down toward his thighs. The king's tail was wagging now, causing the surrounding water to splash onto both him and the queen. Water may have been cold, but the titans paid it no mind. I don't feel like anatomically this could work. How big is Mothra? Pretty big. Pretty big, dude. What do you think? Is this a teeny tiny moth? No, but I just figured. Godzilla's. Excuse me. 
No, but I figured he was really big. I don't know. He seems more of a match he's for King Kong. Not that big. I, <laughs> it's cold. All right, he's in the water. The queens. <laughs> uh, a few seconds later, Mothra felt Godzilla entering her. Oops. The pleasure she felt was indescribable. Her once soft purrs transforming into loud, sharp moans. <laughs> this is like a straight porn. The queen's antennae twitched with every thrust. Her wings shimmered with anticipation as she prepared to reach climax. Godzilla's right hand dug into Mothra's thorax with his, <laughs> while his free hand clawed and scraped at the wet sand beneath them. Oh dear. Get it then together. in perfect unison, the king and queen finally released. Boing. Their roars boomed and echoed <laughs> across the island, causing every surrounding animal to either fly or scurry away to safety. Bam. Uh, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> They're in love. Uh, yeah. That's the end. <laughs> okay. What was well, King Kong's whole deal? I wanted him to pe- drive up in his convertible. Watching. He's in his convertible a block away looking for little binoculars. Well, oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Very good. Very good. Well, that was gross. Yeah. Good find. Made a mistake asking for sex between those two. I want something. I want I want something nice and clean. No, you don't. PG for the kids. You don't. No, you don't. <laughs> After that one. If your kids are still listening, we're going to find something nice and family friendly for you. You got any. Uh, they, they, they do um, fan fiction about the M&M's. Yeah, you know, the mm. red one and the yellow one and the green one. Anything good there? Let's see if I can find something <laughs> during the break. Peanut, plain, pretzel. Peanut. Let's go. We'll be right back with some uh, Eminem fan fiction. Either the candy or wrapper. Okay. Hey. It's time for Papa John fan fiction. <laughs> let's let's hear it. You need to bring us back in better. Oh. <laughs> After that long delay, you want me to just turn it back on? Yes, bitch. All right, one second. <laughs> Woo! Here we go, folks. We got Papa John. Mention pizza. We got you know pizza. You like pizza? Yeah, we heard of pizza. Uh, you like pizza by Papa John? Well, guess what? We got Papa John fan fiction. Coming up from our man Ganesh. Not Pizza Hut, not Domino's. It's a big man, Papa. But, uh, you know, new Papa, not the old canceled Papa. It's Shaq Papa. Papa Shaq. Is that good enough intro for you, big man? You want me to do it again? Take it from the top? You know what? Yeah, I do, actually. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have got a big one coming right, up for you up. right now. Okay, it's let's go. Papa John. Be kind to him. He got kicked and he. And he witnessed a slap. You figured that would that would have brought him down a notch and humbled him a little bit, but no. I'll tell you, he's just need, as I'll, indignant as ever. I'll tell you who needs humbling, and it ain't Shane. This is uh, a, a titleless story. Here we go. I still remember the night <laughs> I gave you that big intro, and you hit me with a titleless story. That's why I ain't even got a title. I still remember the night that fateful night. It was a Saturday night, and I had just gotten off work, and I needed something to eat. As I drove down the road, I turned to my phone. Hey Siri, locate some nearby restaurants. Okay, I found these in your area, Siri responds, pulling up a map on my phone. I noticed there's a Papa John's right around the corner. Well, I'd been in the mood for pizza all day. Upon parking, I entered the restaurant. It's oddly quiet. Siri says, get the pepperoncini. <laughs> They're complimentary. Ask for two, one for Siri. Oh my God. It's oddly. Just stick it in my hole. <laughs> 
put it in the ox hole. That's how I eat, says Siri. <laughs> Sorry. It's oddly quiet. There's only one person behind the counter. Papa. Pa, Welcome Papa. to Papa John's, the man Papa. says. Where are you, Papa? To my complete shock, it's the Papa himself. <gasps> what can I get for you? You want to get out of there quick. <laughs> this is an unsanctioned Papa John's. He has been removed from service. Uh, I begin to stutter and sweat. The man is a legend. And the very thought of being in the same room as him was mind-blowing. Uh, Stuttering uh, and sweating is Papa John's specialty, man. That's like his whole thing. And saying the N-word. He's the sweatiest racist alive. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I say in a raspy whisper. A full-on panic attack is set in. Noticing Papa John steps out from behind the counter and puts his hand on my shoulder. <gasps> no, Papa. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> he tells me comfortingly. A reaction of this nature is natural. Maybe I can help you out oh dear oh uh, well i'd like some help i guess i say looking down to see a bulge in his apron oh my god he's got a big old freaking <laughs> pepperoni in there hey uh, what's what's behind that apron <laughs> papa proceeds to whip out one of papa john's signature garlic parmesan breadsticks <laughs> i couldn't believe how big it was <laughs> submitting to my desires i allow the papa to feed me his ginormous breadstick Yum. Hope you got a little bit of that uh, garlic dipping sauce. That taste of freshly baked bread seasoned with garlic and Parmesan fills my mouth. And I begin to tear up as I have trouble taking it all in. <laughs> this is a pretty funny story. <laughs> After what seemed to be hours of chewing, I swallowed the massive load of garlic bread and looked up to see that the Papa has yet another breadstick in his hands. Oh. Too much, too much. Hey, this is, is this lunch or dinner? Sounds like a little bit of both. We sell our breadsticks in sets of 12, so you're in luck. Oh, dear. I proceed to take another one in the mouth. I've never felt like this before, and never did I think I'd be eating at Papa John's being fed straight from the Papa himself. <laughs> After swallowing, I try catching my breath. Ah, I need something to drink. I pant out. The Papa whips out a two-liter Mountain Dew bottle. Oh, oh, now we're talking. And proceeds to shove the oversized vessel into my small open mouth. Oh, dear. I chug furiously, tasting the sweet nectar which flows from it. I keep going <laughs> until I drain the whole bottle. Impressive, remarked Papa with a slight <laughs> smirk. Yeah, that, that voice for Papa is regal. No one has ever taken a load that size in one sitting. Uh, I know you won't be able to handle this. My eyes are open wide as What's I stare next? in absolute shock. Pepperoncini. At Papa's huge, meaty, 16-inch signature deep dish pizza available for only $9.99. I try to protest, but it's too late. The Papa rams the first slice into my mouth, causing me to gag and my eyes roll back. Oh, that sticky mozzarella cheese floods my mouth. So warm and fresh. I can taste the bacon and onions. Two additional toppings you can add for only 99 cents each. <laughs> It feels so good, but it's too hot. As the pizza is fresh out of the oven, after the 10 of the most intense minutes of my life, I was left panting on the floor <laughs> on my hands and knees. Oh, that was the hottest pizza ever. It was so good. You know what they say, Papa said and leaned in and whispered, better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Damn. That's the end. That was good. That's it? That was good. Short and sweet. Wow. That really got my blood pumping. Really, the only thing I could have taken that to the next level was pepperoncini, but I'll take what I can get. Good stuff. Good find. Shane found that one. Good job, Shane. Thanks.
Yeah, this, I mean, you know, Ganesh, it's easy when you just um, type in the words you're looking for. And... <laughs> Ganesh was toiling over there for half an hour. What are, you, what are you using over there? Google? Yeah. Oh. I just typed in Papa John's fan fiction. And there you go. Oh, hold on. Now, maybe that's the way to find Eminem's fan fiction. Eminem's fan fiction. Oh, it's even autofilling. Like, this is something people search for. Oh, there's plenty of it. Ooh, some, <laughs> some of this is really bad <laughs> what platform are these on oh i see uh brown m&m and green m&m in the archive of our own oh yeah we got all kinds of stuff i agree let me let me just accept these cookies real quick <laughs> yeah you won't regret that m&m okay m&m road trip in all caps this looks truly awful here here's what i'm gonna do Ganesh, I'm going to send you this link of Eminem fan fiction and you pick what you like. All right. Let's just read this. Which one? Eminem road trip. All right. Hey, good with me. I like the sounds of that. All right. Let's take a break and come back. All right. We'll be right back with Eminem road trip. The candy, not the man. We're back, and this is Eminem Road Trip by Anonymous. I don't know. Do we nope. even have this is an author's name? Werder Berker for Life. The other ones we didn't read the names. But oh, fine. shit. Yeah, whatever. They can't sue us. All right, Eminem Road Trip. Dying to know what's going on here. Chapter one. Chapter. Brown Eminem gets a Snapchat notification saying you were tagged in a post. Oh, fuck. She checks the post. Happy National GF Day was posted by Green Eminem. Brown Eminem smiled. It was a good feeling knowing that their relationship was not something either of them were ashamed of. Oh. And now that it's 2015. Did I hear somebody say ashamed? Ashamed you of. Said ash- you said ashamed. Damn. I don't know if I should be offended by that or honored. Now, Shane as a stand in for Stan doesn't work, but ashamed, or, oh, that works well. And now that it's 2015. Ooh the future gay marriage is legal plus the photo of them was kind of cute damn so this is a world where the m&ms are real sentient beings and also like barack obama was the president (laughs) and like the supreme court had the same members okay that's also a happier time it's pre-trump the strange thing is this was published last year Oh, <laughs> whoa, a little historical fiction. Plus, the photo of them was kind of cute, although it was taken right before Green got railed by her. Oh, dear. It was right at the start of their relationship. They had met at Disney World. They were sitting next to each other on the log flume and proceeded to get kicked out for inappropriate behavior. Damn, fucking on the flume. Two little pieces of candy just going at it on the uh, on the log. Could you imagine seeing that? And the next log over, two little M&Ms just going buck wild on each other on the flume they don't even wear clothes or have genitals so i don't even know how you know they're doing anything bad it's kind of like a snake uh it pops out you know that's like it, it only no. comes out in times of trouble no god or arousal thank you for that also like snakes they have two penises oh why do snakes have two what's the point of that options <laughs> which one do i want to use today all right i get it i would be i would be intrigued if that was my reality as well you got two hands, don't you? You would just want more. You'd want three. Well, once you got more than one, it's like, what's where's the limit? Two. Okay. <laughs> one. It was early morning, and even though Brown loves Long Island, 
The trip there is tedious. <laughs> what? And seemingly never ending. I guess if you're coming from Jersey, yeah, I suppose so. The Eminem road trip to Ronkonkoma. Be with her girlfriend and that was okay. She rolls off the bed, slips on her slippers. She heads downstairs to make her morning cup of joe and get mentally prepared for the drive down the Long Island Expressway of hell. First off, that would uh, melt them. Yeah, I'm curious about the logistics of this. Are they still made of char- They still melt in the sun. They don't melt. That's kind of what they're known for. No, they melt. You leave an M&M out in the sun and you tell me what happens. Anyway, how can they drive? What's up with that? They have a little teeny tiny M&M sized car or are they human size? They're human. They're big, dude. They're like waist high. They're fuckable. Do- Jesus Christ. Nobody said fuckable. Keep your two penises in your pants, bud. They have, they have, they're like the size of a dog. A dog cannot drive a car. So I'm just curious. Well, I mean, there's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't drive a car, but I don't. You've seen Air Bud? I lived it. She, she puts her Eggo <laughs> waffles in the microwave and opens her phone to text green. Good morning. Are you ready for the trip? Did you pack? Green replies, yep, I'm ready. Yep, I got six pairs of white gloves. Green hears the familiar sound of a car pulling into her building's parking lot. She, beep, since beep. she lives in an apartment with a beautiful parking lot view, she can see everyone who comes in and out. She also sees a lot of suspicious activities going on. These little critters, do they have shoes? Yeah, I think they were boots. Tim's? No, not Tim's. Just boots. Work boots. No. <laughs> really? Steel toes? I thought. I think they were I thought, white boots. I For some reason, I couldn't remember if they had shoes. I thought they just were sticks that just went down to the ground. <laughs> no, they have big flesh-colored human feet. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of the M&M's, the red M&M and the red M&M and the yellow M&M. Both are wearing what appear to be kind of sensible white tennis shoes, no socks, flesh-colored legs, flesh-colored arms, white gloves. Not boots, okay? Sorry. I led you astray. She runs down the escalator and sees Brown's Hyundai Santa Fe waiting by the door. Hey, the um, there's the women M&M. The sexy one, I guess, green. She wears like go go boots. That's kind of fucked up, actually. I was just coming up to get you, Brown said. Oh, yeah, I was eager. Green blushed when she replied, almost embarrassed with how excited she was. This is the first time she'd been invited to the family reunion at Brown's parents' mansion. She'd never even been to Montauk for that matter. She was nervous about me and the whole family. They had dinner with the close family, but this is a different story. Why not take the LIRR, huh? Why are you driving? It was convenient that the family reunion was the same weekend as their celebratory egg hunt. They were required to attend, which kind of sucked because they weren't even pastel M&Ms. Why didn't the freaking, why didn't Skittles get legs and arms? They don't need to, you know, M&Ms trying too hard. Skittles doesn't need all the fluff, all the pomp and circumstance. Skittles get by on the flavor. M&Ms all taste the same. They need legs and arms. They need to do a little song and dance for you. That's true. 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 Man, you're, you're. Don Draper-ness just is coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, listen, I just have a, a natural aptitude for small candies. Now, you pick your favorite M&M based on the personality of the cartoon character, not the taste, because it'll yeah. taste the same. But the Skittles, like, you have to, you got a favorite flavor. I like the yellow M&M because he's dumb. Is he dumb or does he just uh, slow sp- speak in a baritone? Well, you'd be nah, stupid, too, if your brain was a peanut. My brain's a peanut. That's true. I would be. <laughs> Anyway, the engine of the old Santa Fe sputtered to a start. Brown headed for the road. Green laid her head against the rest and closed her eyes. Peace didn't last long because they were soon on the highway and stuck in honking traffic. Where's where's this going? (laughs) 
Hey, no, no questions. No questions. Slice of life. Yeah. We don't need. Listen, life's a highway, baby. And I want to ride it all night long. You'd appreciate this if you watched Drive My Car. Green started to relax in the car. This This is the Eminem's take on Drive My Car. Green started to relax in the car and she was almost conked out when Jared Brown talked to her. Can I turn on the radio? I don't know if you're still trying to sleep or not. Brown glanced at Green, who looked miserable. Yeah, of course. I have no chance to sleep with this traffic. She tried to force a (laughs) smile, but it was not very fun to be here. Traffic keeps me up. Brown clicked the radio on. You're listening to New York's greatest hits. Oh, I hate this station. Change it. Green shrieked, but Brown only had one station on her radio. That's what she gets for driving around in a Hyundai Santa Fe. What a trash car. That's not how that works. The music starts to play. Green looked confused. Z100 doesn't have Olivia Rodrigo or Justin Bieber. What is the song? It was written like a month ago. Brown shrugged <laughs> thoroughly. Well, I'm kind of digging this. Brown said as she was tapping on the steering wheel along with the beat. I started singing along. What is it really? It's shut up and drive. And shut it's up and drive. I thought it was Moni Moni. It was funny and silly that a silly song about cars while they were driving a car. Just shut up and drive. That was the only thing I'm going to say for the rest of the episode. Sorry. They uh, heard the radio man again after a few ads. Thank you, everyone. You're listening to New York's greatest hits. Why is it playing the same song? Green asked. Didn't we just shut listen to this? Shut up and drive. Wait, what? They're playing the same song again? Mm-hmm. Shut up and drive. Can you do like a Bob Dylan? Shut up and drive. I can't do a Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan. But let me see what I can do. Uh, yada yada yada. It does look like I the can't think of anything. Of I can't think of anything more embarrassing than trying to do a Bob Dylan impression on this podcast. Not. It's not even as. Uh, yeah, that's more embarrassing than getting kicked in Showtime. Damn. All right. Can you do a? Uh, can you do a Paul McCartney? Shut up and drive. <laughs> I don't know. Where'd you get this idea that I'm an expert impressionist of? <laughs> Sixty-five, seventy-year-old musicians. Eighties. I don't know. You know what they sound All right, like. Let's see. Okay, let me. Let's see. see. I'll give it my best shot. You know, I will. You know, I won't. I won't. I won't say no to a challenge. <laughs> it's such a weird phrase to do it. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. I, th- I think I could do Bob Dylan. No, I can't do it. It's not. Coming. It's not. It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out how to approach it and it's not coming i'm gonna yada yada a little bit sound seems like the majority of the story is about how they keep changing the radio station and it's just shut up and drive shut up and drive eventually brown gets so upset she screams fuck this song and slams her head on the horn and creates a loud honk creating a <laughs> large pileup all right how would a bob dylan shut up and drive go It'd be like, shut up and shut, shut, shut up and drive. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, shut, that's really shut good. Shut up, up and drive. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Paul McCartney's even harder. Shut, shut up, shut up and drive. Shut up and drive. That's like, that's more of a Ringo. That's, yeah, it is. Shut up, shut up, shut up and drive. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's Rihanna. There's a huge <laughs> traffic pileup. Oh, no. I could do Dido. Green is lying unconscious in the seat next to Brown. Brown has her head laying on the wheel. The car that crashes into them starts to back away, turns onto another lane on the expressway. Shut up and drive. Shut up and drive. The two M&Ms lay there until Brown slowly starts to lift her head up to stare at what just happened. The world around her was a daze, and as soon as she realized what was going on. Shut up and drive. She whipped her head now, around hold on. to I'm getting see distracted. her girlfriend. The M&Ms are in a car crash? Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Green, are you all right? Brown turns to her unconscious girlfriend. Brown slowly turns to, to lean towards Green and begins to perform mouth to mouth. Her girlfriend's life was on the line, but Brown let her thoughts wonder. To Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> no. Just do the Affleck. That's Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> Damn. All right. I did a Gilbert Gottfried. He said, no, you idiot. You're doing the Affleck duck. The <laughs> one of the two characters Gilbert Gottfried does. No, you're doing the bird from Aladdin. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's stop there. Shut up and stop there. All right. Green Eminem's dead. Wait, really? You know what the last line of this is? I didn't want to read it. Brown <laughs> let her thoughts wonder. She's going to be a peanut Eminem after a nut in her. Oh, boy. Uh, this is about a dead M&M that she killed in a car crash <laughs> on the Long Island Expressway on the way to Montauk. We just missed a really fucked up story by doing a bunch of shut up and drives. I'm sorry. That's really sick. That's a sick ending. Jeez. You know what? 11 people left kudos on this work. <laughs> hey, kudos. I'm going to go ahead and leave one as well. Traffic in Long Island is so bad that... People are like, yeah, they nailed it. One of the most minor criticisms of this is that's not even a road trip. Jersey to Montauk? That's just a, that's a, that's a drive. That's pretty far, that's dude. A day. That's an afternoon. A road trip is, I'm going out west, baby. Open road. Shut up and drive, you know what I'm saying? Ugh. Is that all we're doing? Yeah. You know, I, okay, <laughs> so I am seeing that I did okay. miss a uh, Eminem fanfic on fanfiction.net which I'm now seeing wow. on Google. What's it called? Boy, howdy. I'm glad I missed it. Well, let's read it right now. I can't. I quick. can't. I, Knock it uh, out. Knock it out real nope, quick. I can't oh, even Cliff, say the name Cliff of it on, on this podcast. What's the name? Just bleep it if it's bad. Is I saw that too and I thought, who on earth could write something like that? All right. Was that the end of the episode now? Yeah. Are we done here? Are we done here? Three? Are we satisfied? I'm done. Getting, sh- I'm done. Shane's done. He's had enough. All I'm right. tapping out. He's tapping out. No. Nobody's satisfied with this. 11.30. Yeah, we went late. We went long. Spent too much time thinking about the slap. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about it again. What I, was up with that? That's all I think just about. crazy. I don't know, man. Imagine just laying your hands on Chris Rock's face. There is a split second where Will Smith's hand was on Chris Rock's face. I want to live in that second forever. You know what's crazy is like, that's, you know, those moments that haunt you before you fall asleep. Mm. That's seems to look like it will be one of those. Yeah. <laughs> for him. Not just for, for all of us, but yeah, for Chris <laughs> Rock, imagine like there's got for the rest of his life, he's going to have a flash moment in his head where he's like, Oh fuck. Like Will Smith smacked me at the Oscars. Damn. I met Will Smith. Cause it's so embarrassing for him. I, I mean, yeah, but Will Smith deserves whatever problem he has from this. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. Chris Rock. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was saying this to Naomi. I would be embarrassed if I got smacked on the street in front of one person. Imagine getting smacked in a room full of every famous person on earth, on TV, to millions of people. That's so embarrassing. I hope it never happens to me. <laughs> I don't want, you know what? I don't want to uh, get you're famous You're one anymore. step away, dude. You got kicked. I don't, yeah, I did get kicked. <laughs> I did have my own minor. Chris Rock moment. Well, yeah, it's chaos. 
the world's chaos. chaos. The world's you know, chaos God is, out there, dude. God is dead. I'm starting to believe it. Nietzsche, Chris Rock, Will Smith has proved it correct. All right, let's get out of here while we're still awake. That's the end of the episode, all right? Sorry about all the shit we read today. Sorry about all the song- singing I did in this episode. You ever take too many edibles and then you're laying there late, late at night? And you can't fall asleep because you're just replaying every bad moment in your life and every bad decision you've ever made ever happened to you. I do that. I'm talking. I do that sober. That's just a normal night for me. That's why I had to stop smoking weed. I kept getting in my own head. I would just think awful things all the time. Like, yeah, embarrassing moments, bad things that happened to me. That was a big reason why it was just. Yeah, that does happen. Anyway, that's going to be Chris Rock's. Chris Chris Rock can never smoke a joint again in his life. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll get some fodder out of it. I do think it is more embarrassing for Will Smith. Like, you lost your cool in, yeah. in public like that. People are dredging up his past now, too, and all the all the yeah. other weird shit that's happened in the last couple of years. I forgot, I almost forgot he slapped another guy. You remember a couple of years ago he slapped a guy a in the French carpet? reporter? Like, I, when that happened, I remember being in the news. He's a slapper. Serial slapper. Serial public wow. slapper. Man likes to slap. I mean, honestly, better than punching. It's just so, like such a bad, like you're there to receive some stupid award for yourself. And then you have to slap the, the court jester. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> you, have to, you have to. You're forced. America's court jester, Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, I feel like what? Uh, again, sorry, we're just talking about this again at the end of the episode. But what a what a monumental case of self-sabotage. Will Smith's entire career has been pointing towards this like desperation to get an Oscar right for like 25 years and on the night he's 20 minutes away from getting it and he does the dumbest fucking thing you could possibly do in that moment slap a man on stage (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I love it what a thing I mean there's so many like all these people are talking about like like representing like the honor lost by such a tasteless joke and it's like yeah but it's a it's a joke like i don't know yeah i mean there's a lot of people out there who have like different takes about like well his wife you know he made fun of her i mean it's a it's a tasteless joke i even said like if this was like any other social situation i could see slapping chris rock in that moment like if you were like at a party or on the street and he said that about your wife who has like a medical condition yeah fucking slap him this is just like the once like the one moment his entire career was pointing towards and he did it then in that exactly i don't know what a wild thing there was so much like space to traverse by walking to do it yeah he had had so much time he had so much time to turn back i agree you really got to commit to that that is you're right that's a long walk to get up there and smack him could have just gone up and like had he thought oh that's a bad idea just like done a little bit and like put him in a headlock and been like <laughs> Shane's solution is you shouldn't have slapped him you should have put him in a headlock and given him a noogie you should have given him a wedgie could you imagine if you gave him like a wet willy and a wedgie honestly there are a number of other way more embarrassing things that could happen imagine if instead of smacking him he just pretended to smack him and Chris Rock flinched that would have been like even more embarrassing but then we know for a fact Chris Rock does not flinch because he's got maybe he thought that he was just pretended like, that's he the thing. absolutely did he was like smiling he was like oh Will Smith's gonna come up here and do a little thing with me it's gonna be funny and he just took a smack right in the face took it hands behind the back hands behind the back how do you smack a man with his hands behind his back how do you smack somebody who clearly doesn't expect to be smacked that just feels so <laughs> wrong, wrong wrong i don't know i i'm not like i do understand the other side of it like i i you know i get the tensions are high when somebody makes fun of your wife's milk i'm not trying i'm not trying to take a stance on that but i just the pure 
mechanical aspect of slapping somebody who clearly doesn't you're, think they're about on. to be slapped. Okay, but on that point, you're telling me that Will Smith has never in his life made fun of someone's appearance. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. Will, of course he is. He's a hypocrite. But I'm not saying he's right. He's not right. What I'm saying is I understand emotions running high in that moment. Yeah. I'm not totally I'm not totally discounting the fact that he f- he probably did feel upset about his wife being insulted like that. Like I mean, yeah, multiple things can be true in a moment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah he's upset about that. And his done. response was not the most ideal thing. <laughs> Where to bring the Williams sisters into yeah, the too. whole thing. Dude, between that oh, between that, that is, and Jane Campion, you know, the Williams have just oh. been having a rough go at these award shows. <laughs> yeah, they're so better than Hollywood. They should just... And like, they've never said a word. Yeah. They're the most famous damn people in the both rooms. <laughs> and they've never said a freaking word. It's just Will Smith going up there and smacking the shit out of fucking Chris. I mean, my God. I can't get enough of it. I like even saying it. I like the words coming out of my mouth. Will Smith smacked Chris Rock in the face. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say slap either way. Slapped and smacked. Defiled. He did defile. (laughs) (laughs) Disrespected and defiled on the public stage. I wish I knew what was in his brain when he had turned around and was walking back to his seat. He looks so happy with himself. Part of me was like, does he think? Because if I was, if that was me, (laughs) if I was world famous Will Smith and I just walked up to the Oscar stage and smacked (laughs) the guy in the face, slapped, whatever. And I turned around. My first thought would have been like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Or like, oh, shit, I fucked up. But then he went on and gave a speech, and that was so indignant that I was like, does he have no moment of self-reflection to be like, I shouldn't have done this? So I don't know. Maybe he was really satisfied with himself. I mean, the whole yelling was after the walk back. So on the walk back, he still was clearly like, yeah, I nailed it. I just smacked, slapped, hit, ruined Chris Rock. The yelling was fine. Like, if he had just yelled that and that was it. Yeah, I agree. I do think the joke was relatively... I mean, I, maybe Chris Rock didn't know about the alopecia, but like, it was a tasteless joke if you did know that. So, like, yeah. I, I think... And at the same time, though, it's the Oscars. Like, you're I mean, gonna, I, you know... I mean, I agree. At the same time, just your... How skin do you have to have to, like... I mean, yeah, I agree. You're a fucking multi-millionaire superstar. Just shut up and take it for a fucking five minutes. Like, but, you know, that's not, you know, who am I to judge? I'm just a poor idiot with nothing going on in my life. That's, see, this is why we're not millionaires, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm not sensitive enough. I don't have the balls. I don't have the moth balls to go up there and lay it to Chris Rock's cheek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, you know, that's, uh, that's enough. It's tr- chaos. It's- Wait, no, you're right. It's a ter- it's turning point for our whole existence. It's just like, where do we go from here? I love that that's all you could say about it. It's chaos. It is. The world world doesn't make sense anymore. It's that is pure chaos. That is. Yeah. That's a moment where everybody in America was looking at the TV and was like, huh? The facade of society collapsed around them. Like, oh, what? (laughs) Well, because it was like, you know, entertainment has been like the last kind of like bastion of like just something we like take your mind off of it are so accustomed to expecting xyz out of it you know what i mean that's true it was like the first real unexpected moment in celebrity in a while honestly it was a best case scenario (laughs) it was pretty fun it's fun good for the world i like it honestly again i love shit like that i'm i'm not trying to be holier than thou or moral about it everybody's like i feel sad nah dude that's good stuff it's also yeah it's also (laughs) one of those things it's just like uh life has become a mundane uh you know every day is kind of the same feeling for the past two years and this was just like something 
It's a Fresh. blessing. I've talked to people I haven't talked to in years. Hey, you see that? You see that? Shit? <laughs> just bringing people together, reigniting old friendships. Can you believe Chris Rock got smacked in the face at the Oscars? At the Oscars? Uh, all right, let's end. Can it you here. imagine just, the, oh, right, the, the day after <laughs> the day after that happens, and you're like, for some reason, the only person that didn't watch that? And you have to ask someone to explain it to you. They're going to be like, "You didn't see that? You have to be so totally disconnected from the world to not know that happened the next day. Like it was news, front page, news in all walks of life. Like right wing, left wing, everybody was like, Will Smith again slapped Chris Rock in the face." Ugh, I can't get enough of it. All right, I mean, yeah, no, it's <sighs> it's chaos, Austin. <laughs> just say it's chaos. All right, that's the end of the episode. We'll be back next week with less chaotic stuff. Hopefully, the world will be right by then. Celebrities will have settled down. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Chris Linguist for our artwork. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Uh, you can find us at uh, let's stop there.com hit us up on social media give us a phone call 567-309-0357 don't we have some voicemails on the pipeline yeah crazy? we're running long we'll do it next time i promise we'll do we'll it next do time it. we'll get to your voicemails i know i keep telling you to call and you did and you left voicemails and we haven't played them but yeah fuck it who am i who might make who might keep promises thanks to dido for all the great music over the years hey go find our podcast on your podcast app of choice and leave us a five-star rating if you please in a review tell your friends tell your friends anything less than five stars is unacceptable and then they'll tell their friends and then they'll tell their friends. Make sure you tell the friends that five stars is all we take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Patreon.com slash less. Oh, there. yeah. Patreon.com <laughs> Thanks, sorry. I'm just still, I'm rattled. All right. I'm rattled from the slap. $5 a month gets you extra <laughs> episodes, or you can pay for a whole year up front if that's more your speed. And the real prize is you get to join our Discord, talk to us, we get to make book requests, talk to our, our friends that, in the Discord. That's a prize? Yeah, you get to talk about Fabio, look at pictures of bloody Fabio's face from the, his Bush Gardens adventure. Yeah, it's a whole big thing. Just join. We have fun. Paul Hollywood is there sometimes. It's good. It's good stuff. Okay. The end. Goodbye. told me there's a rapper named Eminem. I just pictured the candy. Which one? The red Eminem. Like from the commercials? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that, I could see his voice coming. So why has anybody done that? Why has there not been the Eminem, Eminem crossover? Also, I was like a complete idiot. Well. Because on my binder, I was really into Tony Hawk Pro Skater, as you would imagine. But I was just a dumb kid. And so on my Trapper Keeper, I wrote birdcage because i thought that was his skate deck company (laughs) but then this kid came up to me and was like birdcage is that movie with nathan lane (laughs) bird you're just a big time nathan lane fan that's what it was nathan lane and robin williams birdhouse is the skate brand so i like remember crossing off cage and writing house (laughs) damn (laughs) for a while you were the only child birdcage fan in america 
Man, when I was a kid, you know how they used to make you wrap your textbooks up in like brown paper? Yeah. Or whatever. And then I realized you can yeah. print stuff and do that instead. I had a textbook and it just had Jennifer Lopez on it. <laughs> oh my God. A little horny devil with my little Jennifer Lopez history textbook. Who did Some I think? Things never changed, dude. Who did I think it was? I mean, yeah, Jennifer Lopez is still really hot. So, yeah. Good. <laughs> she looks just as good now as she did on my textbook. I must say, I'm going to start going to work with, uh, I'm going to have a little plant. My, my, my work notebook is just going to have Jennifer Lopez on the front. Let's see what people say. <laughs> <laughs>